Blue. How are you today, sir? Hey, JP, thank you so much for that awesome introduction. I am doing fantastic, and I'm coming live from my home studio in Driftwood, Texas. Uh, so welcome all our listeners out there. Uh, today, we will be discussing the Texas Longhorns, and this is part one of a two-part podcast. And the part one is where have the Longhorns gone wrong on their recruiting? And today we're talking about quarterbacks. And then part two of the podcast to be coming at you guys at a later date is where the Longhorns went right on their uh, recruiting for the last 25 years. So how does that sound like a good topic for you, James? Oh, absolutely. I think this uh, this part one of this podcast is actually going to be a very interesting one because um, the the reason why we're talking about recruiting is that it's amazing with the the talents of QBs out here in Texas that have been passed over by the University of Texas. And uh, there's quite a few names that have become uh, superstars uh, in, in the NFL. And I think it's going to be interesting to go over this and, and talk about all the talent. Yeah, lots of talent. And, you know, some of these QBs were in our top five of 2020 forecasting from last time. So I'm going to start off. We're going to go way back to 1997. And believe it or not, I was 33 years old at that time. We had a quarterback here at Westlake High School, Austin, Texas, just around the corner from campus named Drew Brees. Somehow. The Longhorns let him go, and he ended up in at Purdue and then in the NFL, and everybody knows what happened after that. Maybe he was a little bit shorter than what the Horns were looking for during that year, and they also had James Brown uh, with Major Apple, Applewhite waiting in the wings and then waiting on uh, – what do you call it? In the hole, double deck was Chris Sims. So maybe the Longhorns thought they were set for a few years at the time that Breeze was available. But nonetheless, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mr. Breeze's accomplishments after we passed him up? Uh, Where to start, right? Um, Well, for one, he has so many NFL records to begin with. Uh, Career passing yards, career pass attempts, career touchdown uh, passes. Uh, career completion percentage. I, I mean, the list just goes on here. Uh, you know, five most five thousand yard passing seasons, highest completion percentage in the game, and uh, he's actually tied right now for the most touchdown passes in the game. I think with uh, the other uh, quarterback that's uh, won six Super Bowls. I think. Let me get started. Oh wow! <laughs> but I, I mean, aside from that, I mean, the guy's won a he won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, third time Pro Bowler. It's probably the, the he he is definitely the most accomplished on the list. Right. So Drew Brees, we love number nine over there at the Saints. And uh moving right along, another one that not a lot of people remember that this guy did play a high school ball in Highland Park, and that's Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford who came out in 2006. And uh, boy, that's another another great quarterback. I think at the time, Colt McCoy was our leader. 
Um, we were, you know, doing okay, but still, Matt Stafford, he, he, he's one of a, a starter now in the NFL. Oh, yeah. No, he, uh, he's definitely, uh, I'm hoping he's going to be comeback player of the year this year. He, he's definitely had some stumbles the last few years in Detroit. But uh, surprisingly enough, he definitely has some NFL records already. Um, most pass attempts in a single season was 727 back in uh, 2012. And uh, most fourth quarter comebacks in a single season with eight in 2016, but also another uh, Pro Bowl quarterback. Wow. Well, you know, that's amazing. Uh, you know, just leave it to JP, my stat finder. Uh, the most fourth quarter comebacks in one season, you just, you know, Stafford's name just doesn't pop up. You know, you think of Brady, Rodgers, uh, you know, Roger Staubach. Uh, it, it, but, uh, really Stafford that, 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 that's impressive, man. Way to dig out that fact, JP. Well, just keep, that wasn't of all time, but it was from 2016, but still, that's still pretty impressive. Oh, oh, got it. Eight, eight of them. Right. Yeah. Got it. You sure that's not all time? We better yeah. go double check that. I definitely have to check that one out, but uh, that, that's what I have off here for. Arizona. Maybe uh, we can get our uh, Marla on board to, to fact, <laughs> to, to fact check that. So yeah. moving up to 2006, 2007, unbelievably, this guy is now on the Dallas Cowboys. He played high school in Katy, Texas. Andy Dalton, can you believe that? Andy Dalton was uh, a Texas guy. That's that's uh, honestly, I I, I I I keep always forget. He's the guy they always forget about. I mean, even with with him. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you go to the Bengals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I didn't know this, uh, but again, give you a little background on me. Coming from uh, the Northeast, college isn't as big a deal as it is in the South. And uh, um, so it's kind of funny um, that when I was looking all these up, I had no idea that he played for TCU. Uh, but yeah, he was a three-time Pro Bowler in the NFL. Uh, he was the Offensive Player of the Year twice, 2009 and 2010. And uh, he had thrown for over uh, 10,000 yards in his four-year career at TCU. Yeah, I mean, the guy has some, some great stats. Uh, amazing. He was in three Pro Bowls. You just don't think of him as that big of a superstar. But again, another guy from Texas that UT uh, passed on. And it, that was about the same time frame that Colt McCoy was our quarterback, so maybe they weren't looking to put much pressure on old Colt. Uh, interesting to see what happens this year with the Cowboys because if you know if Dak is not living up to expectations, could be seeing a little bit of Andy Dalton this year too. All right, don't be trying to get a jab in there at me. You know <laughs> I have Dak as the number one quarterback going into twenty twenty. So I, I saw that what you were doing there, James. <laughs> All right, so here's another quarterback that, wow, an NFL Super Bowl MVP. How do two of these guys come from the same exact high school, the same high school that Drew Brees, Westlake, in the heart of Austin, Texas, Nick Foles. Wow, wow. Oh yeah, no. Nick Nick Foles is another uh, interesting. Uh, Westlake is basically just bred for you know NFL players in general. So I mean, just to give you guys a little insight. 
you you have to buy your tickets ahead of time to go to these Westlake games because they sell out. Which coming from the Northeast, going to a high school football game, they don't sell out. So take that for what you will. One more quarterback, and this guy almost made it to the uh, to the NFL um, championship Super Bowl last year, and that's Ryan Tannehill from Big Spring, Texas. That's just another little town. And, uh, you know, he went to Texas A&M, and uh, that was probably the last year Colt started for the Longhorns. So maybe we were focusing on Colt, uh, but really it would have been great to have Tannehill come in and uh, because we had uh, some miserable years uh, after Colt left. Oh, yeah. One interesting fact that I found out uh, for last year, Ryan Tannehill, first Pro Bowl, was last season. And he'd been in the league for, uh, I want to say, close to 10 years now. Wow. If you really think about that, I mean, that's that just shows how bad that that those Dolphins teams were. <laughs> yeah, you don't like the Dolphins. You, that, the, how bad they are seems to come up a lot on our podcast. It, 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 what it happened is, in Miami? I don't know. Maybe I just, uh, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I've never been a big Dolphins fan, but, uh, you know, I just think it's kind of funny. I am really interested to see how they're going to do this year. I know that they have Tua, and I think Brian Flores is a great uh, coach. And towards the end of the year, they, they started playing really well. So um, I'm interested to see what they're going to be like this year. But, yeah, that's 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 another show for today. But, yeah, you're right. I, I do badmouth the Dolphins a lot. <laughs> yeah, another 2008-2009 guy that – a lot of people don't really remember that he went to high school in uh, Texas is Andrew Luck. Can you believe that? Andrew Luck. We had a chance at Texas to get him. And, and honestly, I think he would, he would have loved being at UT. And it's so, it's so weird that uh, he did not end up here. Um, I mean, if you look at the, what he's done, especially in the NFL, um, I mean, he was the four time pro bowler. Um, I mean, this guy's getting the Johnny United's Golden Arm Award, that, which I don't even—I didn't even know that existed until I looked up these. And uh, the Comeback Player of the Year and um, NFL uh, Passing Touchdown Leader back in 2014. So the talent was there. I don't know what UT wasn't thinking getting this guy. Right. Yep. Moving right along on this uh, dubious list is another really fan favorite, especially in in um in a college rumors are we tried to get this guy we wanted him to play cornerback uh but he said he was a quarterback and he was uh a little put off he went to copper's cove just up the street maybe two hour drive no no more rg3 oh yeah no i mean uh funny story when i first moved here to texas i had never even heard of the school for baylor I was like, where is this? And they're outside of Waco. So the reason why I knew about them was actually because of RG3, because they, he did so well. Uh, hasn't really had a great NFL career. I think he's still with the Ravens now. But uh, he uh, he's, he definitely had a really established uh, college career. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner, um, the Manning Award, first team all SEC uh, in 2012 and 2013. I mean, the guy, the guy did a lot in college and uh, with the Redskins or the Washington football team, as they call it now, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, breaking news today. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team. 
Um, he actually did well under Shanahan, but, uh, you know, they got that ACL tear towards the end of the year and just wasn't the same after that. Yeah. Wasn't the same. They, they just kept him in the game and it really just, you know, dehabilitated him. However, it's exciting that he is back. Did you say with the Ravens? Is that where he is? I think so. Let me just. Yeah, I think so too. So hopefully he'll get a little action because as you know, I did predict in game 12, the Ravens QB starter MVP of 2019 will go down. I'm going to call it a knee or a collarbone. You heard it here and you heard it now. Mark the tape. This next guy, I don't really know if we wanted him too much. I think maybe they wanted to put him at a wide receiver at UT, and uh, he ended up going to the Aggies. I think um, in that in that uh, time frame, this guy is Johnny Manziel, Mr. Football from – a small little college, or pardon me, a small little high school, Tibby, down near Kerrville somewhere. What do you think about that? He is a Heisman winner. I I mean, you could say UT dodged a bullet with this guy, in my opinion. So uh, they, they, you can definitely uh, – I, I don't think that they um, – they missed out on much on, on this guy, but uh, I, I was looking up facts on him. I mean, he did win the Heisman, uh, which is a great uh, accomplishment. Who, who's to say if he still owns it, though? That's the question. The trophy, I mean. But uh, the one interesting fact that I did not know is that he actually um, played baseball a lot, and it was actually initially drafted um, by the San Diego Padres as a shortstop. So, like with most, uh, like a lot of quarterbacks in the league. He initially uh, was drafted by uh, Major League Baseball. Well, you know, you could be right. He maybe survived down there in Kyle, Texas at A&M uh, with his wild antics. Uh, maybe up here in Austin, he might have went off the deep end a lot harder and a lot faster. Austin is such a party town. Uh, maybe he would have never <laughs> made it, you know, to his senior year. But uh, Johnny Manziel, another Texas guy that UT did not or was unable to garner. Here we go with another guy playing in the NFL right now, Kyler Murray from Allen, Texas. He went to the Aggies at first and then transferred over to um, Oklahoma. He did win the Heisman Trophy back in uh, 2018 uh, playing for the uh, Sooners. And uh, right now, Cliff Kingsbury is his head coach. And uh, with Hopkins being on the Cardinals now, uh, he'd be a guy to watch out for, and uh, potentially they, they could uh, do a playoff run in the NFL. How did Cliff Kingsbury pull off a trade with a veteran uh, coach down there in Houston, Texas, and get Andre Hopkins? Do you think maybe there was something else going on where the – Texans wanted to cut loose of Hopkins? Uh, it could be. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, O'Brien is another guy that uh, is is definitely going to be on the hot seat this year 
especially if they do not sign Deshaun Watson. So, um, but hey, kudos to Kingsbury to making that trade happen. And uh, that offense, I think, is going to be pretty potent. Right. That's right. Speaking of Kingsbury and Texas Tech, our next uh, swing and a miss for the Longhorns at the quarterback position is another guy from right around the corner, Lake Travis High School, LT, Baker Mayfield. Baker he might as well be Johnny Manziel's brother. Uh, yeah, he's definitely do done a lot of questionable things um, in, in college and in, in the pros. Um, I, I'd be really interested to see what, what's going to happen this year with the Browns because with all that talent, there's no excuse for them not to be good. Uh, but again, another Heisman Trophy winner. So, I mean, that's that's two in a row now. <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in 2013, he was the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. And uh, that he was at Tech at the time. And at the time, the University of Texas had Case McCoy and David Ash at the quarterback situation. So, you know, that there's just no excuse to miss this guy. Another Heisman winner, as you mentioned. Inside the Huddle is presented by Ticket City. Since 1990, Ticket City has been your source for good tickets to top events. Visit TicketCity.com to view our whole selection of sports, concerts, and theater tickets. Moving all the way up one more year from 2013 is probably the most famous of them all, Patrick Mahomes from White House High School in East Texas. He was actually born in Tyler, Texas, and did you know in his senior year, he had 50 passing touchdowns, 4,619 yards, and pitched for the baseball team and threw a no-hitter with 16 strikeouts his senior year. How on earth did the Longhorns miss this guy? It's crazy to believe that like all of these quarterbacks always end up somehow being pitchers or something to do with baseball. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. But I mean, he, uh, if you had told me, you know, four years ago that a guy that was at Texas Tech was going to be the future of the NFL, I wouldn't have thought that that would be true. But now this guy, he's everything. He can run, he can throw. Um, already three years in the league, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, NFL League MVP in 2018. Um, and he's, you know, he's just beginning his career. So again, why was this guy playing at Texas tech? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's great for Texas tech, but again, he should have been playing at UT. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, it is, it is kind of amazing to me that so many quarterbacks get into the NFL from tech, but don't really do a lot. And, uh, you know, the naysayers are always saying it's the system and this and that. But I, uh, I don't really understand why these quarterbacks aren't more successful in the NFL. I mean, they're just re doing the reads. They're throwing the ball. They're making connections. Maybe it's just the outright speed of the NFL that catches up with guys out of college. But uh, it's great to see Mahomes from White House, Texas. Born in Tyler, to you know, just on top of his game, 
And uh, can you imagine if the Horns had him? Because during that time period, in 2013, they had Case McCoy and David Ash. 2014, David Ash, Tyrone Swoops. Then after that, Swoops, Gerard Hurd, and Shane Bouchel. <laughs> so, wow. All those quarterbacks, we could add one. We, you know, we should do is maybe do a, a follow-up show to see where those guys are all playing at now. I think that'd be kind of fun to take a look at. And well, see. I think the only one that I, in my list of quarterbacks during the times that they missed all these great ones was a Garrett Gilbert. I think I had him somewhere, but you know who, you know where he was when they wanted, and he has a Super Bowl ring. I know that's true. Yeah, that's very New true. England Patriots backing up Brady. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, in conclusion to this uh, podcast, I just want you Longhorn fans to know we are not Longhorn haters. Uh, we were just pointing out the facts. The Inside the Huddle podcast is brought to you by Ticket City. Since 1990, Ticket City has been the trusted place to buy tickets with over one million customers served. Your hosts for this episode are Ticket City's own live experts, J.P. Riley and Lee Chong. Feedback was provided by a whole bunch of good folks on our team. If you have any questions about the events we talked about in this episode or need tickets to a live event, please do not hesitate to reach out to us directly at sales at ticketcity.com. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. All right, so tell the editors, edit everything out until my last thing I said was, all right, great.